Hello, everyone. It is Friday, August 12th. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. And uh, we start the show on a sombre note, don't we? It's just been a harrowing 24 hours around rugby league with the news yesterday, devastating news that Paul Green uh, died a month before his 50th birthday. Leaves behind a wife and two young kids. Uh, just disbelief, not the first time we've said that this year. And uh, morning to you, Loz and Blocker. Uh, Loz, in your time around footy, I'm sure you came across Paul Green. I think you played a couple of Super League tests with him in 97. Just your reaction to this, just unbelievable news that came across us yesterday. Yeah, morning, everybody. Uh, like everyone, I was just shocked when I heard the news yesterday. I wasn't um, aware that um, Greeny um, had some difficulties and... Obviously, um, as a person, I knew him as a player, I knew him as a coach, and as a guy I played a couple of times with. And um, I, I, you know, if you ran into him, you'd always say good day, you'd always um, have a beer with him at a, at a function, um, as you would your team at, at most things. Um, and I was just felt really sorry for his family. I, I felt sorry for the, the Greens. Um, he's got a couple of young kids, his wife. Um, they'd be all feeling shattered as the rugby league community are. Um, but yeah, when you hear this devastating news, I think it just shocks everyone. And you know, Paul Green uh, was the uh, you know Cowboys' first ever premiership winning coach. Um, very well respected um, up in uh, that area. Um, very well respected in the game of rugby league. And I, th- I think you know when you just hear that news yesterday, you're just stunned. Block up. Morning to you, mate. Good morning, mate. Uh, good morning, boys. Uh, yeah, same as Loz, mate. I was totally in shock. I wish I could put into words, mm. you know, how everyone's feeling and, you know, to the family and the children especially. Um, you know, I, I hope everyone gets around them and gives them a hug and hangs around for a long time mm. and help them out. You know, it's a, it's going to be difficult times that they're going to go through. So I, I really feel sorry for them. Mm. And if anyone wants to say anything about Greeny and or came across him at all, on the text line zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two, give us a call thirteen fifty three fifty three, and naturally, we encourage anyone going through difficulty, call Lifeline thirteen eleven fourteen. Uh, his family yesterday released a statement requesting time and space as they come to terms with his loss, that they can't find the words that would come close to expressing their feelings after he was found at his Brisbane home. And uh, yes, it was confirmed that Green took his own life. So that lifeline number, 13, 11, 14. And Wayne Bennett said, Loz, that he was on the verge of, of signing a deal to be on his staff at the Dolphins. Because you know, I think it was Bruce Hatch, the QRL chairman, who Greeny was obviously close to. I saw some comments in the press from him yesterday saying that you know he's sort of just struggling with maybe figuring out his, his next move outside of coaching perhaps. But then it comes out that Wayne Bennett said, well, he was very, very close to coming here. Just yeah, had to be sorted out. Yeah, obviously he wanted to get back into the coaching game and couldn't find a, a head coaching role. And Wayne Bennett had reached out to him and it looked as though he was going to go there and coach the Dolphins. And what a coaching setup that would have been with Wayne Bennett, Christian Wolfe and, and Paul Green. It would have been very formidable indeed. Um, but he was a guy that spent a few days with the Cronulla Sharks only last weekend. He was down there for the players' reunion. Um, and he was in good spirits. Um, but as a coach, you know, winning that premiership, that would have been uh, just a, a fantastic moment uh, in his career. Uh, the adrenaline and the high that he would have been on after that particular uh, game of football would have been amazing. Um, and, and obviously, you know, when you, you lose your job, like he did very publicly, um, and then has struggled to get another job's um, since, um, you know, he, he, he wanted to get back in. He, he loved the game and he had so much to offer. Um, and as I said yesterday, you know, he was a guy that was always going to be a, a coach from my time knowing him. Uh, he's a guy that thought very deeply about rugby league. He was a guy that um, very knowledgeable about the game and it, and it showed in his, in his coaching. And he had a wonderful career too as a player. Mm. I think we've over... Um, we'll Seven Origins that. or something? Yeah, we, we, we forget that. We overlooked the fact that, you know, he was a, an Origin player 
Um, Rothman's unf- medalist. Ro- Rothman's medalist mm. in, in both states, yeah, Queensland right, yeah. and, and New South Wales. Um, and he would have played more representative football if it hadn't been, say, for an Alfie Langer. Or, or and and apparently, like apparently Alfie and, and Greeny were best mates. Yeah. I, I, Chalk you know, and cheese mates, going for yeah. each other's position all the time. It's, mm. a, it's a strange uh, mm. strange mateship, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Seems Greeny, very intelligent bloke too. I saw some uh, vision on the news last night playing the violin. He had a pilot's licence as well. So, yeah. you know, obviously had a well-rounded sort of life away from rugby league as well. Yeah, I, I think he was a guy that achieved a lot, uh, Mido, and he, he always uh, liked to have new experiences. Um, I think you're, you're right with the helicopter uh, licence. I think he could fly a plane too. Mm. Um, I, I think he achieved many, many things uh, in his short life, but the experience of being a father would have been the thing he'd be most proud of. Um, having a couple of young children, um, and I think it was his young bloke's ninth birthday uh, the, the, on Tuesday. Mm. Um, and, yeah, he was about to re-sign uh, sign with the Dolphins and, and going uh, back into the coaching caper. But, um, yeah, unfortunately... Uh, what's occurred has happened, and it's just hard to get your head around. It's mm. it's hard to think that you'll ever run into Paul Green again because he's you know been taken too soon. He was a, a wonderful father and a wonderful coach, and we look back on his career today with with fond memories. Very very sad. Hug your loved ones. Mm. Last night. Hundred percent. Uh, last night, 16-0, the Melbourne Storm over Penrith. Blocker, you called the game for Fox League and uh, just the Melbourne Storm just giving us a reminder. Hey, yeah. we're still here. Yeah, We're uh, still here. It was only last month they lost four in a row and mm. Craig Bellamy was going, where's the answers? And, and last night, I thought they were, they were back to their bullying best. When they, when they play good footy and come in the semifinals and grand finals and all that sort of stuff, the Melbourne Storm start to flex their muscles. Uh, they've won their last three now. So, mate, I, I was amazed that they were able to keep uh, the Panthers to no score. I know they're down on, on numbers and all that sort of stuff. But the amount of football that they had last night, especially in the second half, and the Storm just kept repelling them. I, I thought their defence was absolutely outstanding. And that's what that's what's needed come semi-final time or come, you know, the back end of the year games and, and uh, they they showed their and flexed their muscles last night. I thought the Storm were, were absolutely outstanding. What do you think, Loss? Yeah, I thought they were great. I thought they were really good. I thought their edge defence was a lot better than what it's been in the past. I thought we saw a noticeable difference in the way that they did defend. Uh, they were very aggressive in the middle, but they were more passive on an edge. And I think that sort of helped them. They weren't rushing in off their line. Uh, they were taking their time. They were working hard together. They were using the sideline as a defender. And I, I thought it looked as though they were more committed uh, to that aspect of the game. Uh, with the ball, obviously still finding their rhythm and it's going to be difficult uh, with no Pappenhausen and also uh, no Jer- Jerome Hughes. Yes. But Hughes will be back. But also Munster being at fullback. I mean, he's a player... Is given that license to just roam the field. He can turn up where he wants to, and he's such a dangerous player when he does that. Isn't that was some sort of player when you know when you're down on troops and you're looking for someone to you know pull you out of the doldrums? He's he's done that monster over the last oh. uh, the last month. What a player he is, uh, mate! He's mate. On a, if Tedesco is the best player in the game, this bloke's right behind him. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. I, I don't know what his best position is either, Munster. He can play 5'8", he can play as a fullback. But the fullback position, it's just harder to contain him if you're an opposition team. You, 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 he can move wherever he wants to. Um, and sometimes you don't get that flexibility when you're playing as a 5'8". But, you know, he's he's strong. He's a strong carry of the football too, you know. Um, Have you ever seen a bloke like that big, that size? He's, a, he's, he's not a big bloke. Mm. Have you ever seen a bloke break tackles like that? I no. think people underestimate and come in there and oh, yeah. I don't know. He's just so he's got strong. that natural natural strength. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You know, I don't know whether he'd be one of those guys that would get into the gym and lift 160 kilo. I, I don't see him as being that type of player. But you know how we pl- all played with guys that are just naturally yeah. strong, football strong, and he looks as though he's one of them. Every time you go up against him, you're thinking, put him on his backside. But no one <laughs> seems can't. to be able to. Yeah. You can't. You've got to put that bloke on his backside. He, he, you're right, Loz. He's just exactly that. He wouldn't In the gym, wouldn't be anything much. No. But 
one-on-one, rangy, strong, Football just annoyingly strength. strong. Yep. Football yep. strength-wise, I, I think he's got most covered. Mm. But I thought their forwards did a great job last night. Oh, and no, and we expected them to. But Penrith, they did have, what, three quarters of their spine missing. There was no Dylan Edwards. Yeah, late, late withdrawal. withdrawal. Mm. Um, and it just showed last night how much they missed him. No Cleary, no Luai. The thing about Melbourne is I think Penrith had close to 60 play the balls inside their 20. Yeah. Mm. And didn't come up. Couldn't come up. With a try. Mm, no. So obviously they were frustrated mm. because of Melbourne's last ditched efforts. And they were just committed to defending. Well, and I heard Craig Bellamy speak before the game about how that was a focus for them mm. to defend well inside their own 20. And they did that to a man last Mate, night. Mate, how good was Appy Coruscant? Good player, isn't he? Jeez, I'll tell you what, he was near on. I know it was 16 nil. There's no point scored in the second half. He was near on the best player on the field. Yeah, I wouldn't Jeez, be too concerned well. if I was Penrith. I mean, as, as long as – I look at them last night and they still troubled Melbourne. If they get everyone back and fit, that's the only thing in my mind that's going to stop them from winning a comp. Yeah. But now Liam Martin's gone down. Syndesmosis, that could be nearly the season, depending mm. on the severity. Yeah, depending on the severity. Mm. But uh, I still think they've got depth. I still think mm. they've got depth. You don't want to lose your best players, all right? Mm. I, I, I understand that. I think they could lose Liam Martin and still win a comp. I don't think they could lose a Luai or a Cleary or an Edwards or a Coruscant and win a comp. Mm. I think most other positions they would have covered. I think Stephen Crichton's a fantastic player, lots, playing uh, playing Origin and so forth and that now. Just needs to get the, get his hands on the ball a little mm. bit more. They moved into fullback and you have a look at the great players over the years. When, you, when you're a little bit down and out and you're looking for someone, there's always someone in your team. I, I thought that might have been Stephen Crichton last, last night when they moved him back to fullback. Get him hunting around, looking for the ball, but he he, he didn't do it. Oh, he's a great player, don't you? mate. He's got more ability in his little finger than me. But what I'm saying is, I, I, you know, the next step. If you look on the other side of the ledger and you have a look at Cameron Munster, who wants the football every every ten seconds, that's the difference. Yeah, he's got to get to that level. Yeah, and, and I suppose it it is hard for him because he's playing out there in the centres, and the involvement of the centre is not like. You know the fullback's involvement, but they didn't shift in there until late in the game either. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, you know he, he's not a a guy that is like a Justin Ollum, say. You know the back of the field, crash robust, the ball, yeah, yeah. robust. Mm. I think he's more of a silky sort of player, and yeah. get him into space and put him in the right s- situations, and he'll he'll carve you up. But you're right, he's got plenty of talent, Stephen Crichton, and there has been some whispers that he. You know, could leave Penrith and head to Canterbury. Uh, Canterbury, you're talking about possibly chasing him and buying him to play fullback because I think that's where they he might want to play. And you know, Penrith see him as a as a centre, and they can't sort of fit him in as a, a number one there with Dylan Edwards. So, uh, what's his space? But I, I think you're right. Uh, you know, Dylan, uh, not Dylan Edwards. Um, Crichton is a, he's a wonderful player, but Good I think player. he just missed having those other players around him. I, I thought he missed Luai and Cleary last mm. night. And actually front page of the paper today, the Daily Telegraph, a game in grief over shock death is the headline there. And a text here from Claire from the Gold Coast. Morning, guys. Such sad news. Blocker last night said something so simple, so beautiful, uh, but not nearly done enough. Go hug your mum and dad and loved ones. I echo these sentiments, says Claire from the Gold Coast. Uh, back pages of the papers and uh, the Daily Telegraph locked out. Vicious storm wipes out Panthers' attack. And uh, just a text here from Luke. Hi, boys. After last night's match, the Panthers have lost the minor premiership. Moses Leota looks injured along with Martin. Panthers look gone. Cheers, Luke. Wow, Luke. Going early there with the Panthers, but uh, Lozzie, you were just saying before, you're not one bit, well, not really worried at all, eh? No, as, as long as they don't get too many injuries, Penrith, I, I think they showed enough last night in the second half. You know, they're still able to carry the ball forward. Um, you know, they, their execution, when they got inside the 20 metre zone for the storm, mm. they just didn't handle that well, and they didn't really throw too much at Melbourne, and they were still. Um, able to look like scoring, and it was only Melbourne's ability to 
to find that extra little bit when they needed it and their last-ditched efforts in defence, which stopped them from scoring tries. So, look, I, I still think it's Penrith to lose. I, you know, you don't want to be getting too many injuries at the wrong time of the year, but I think you throw Cleary, Edwards and Luai back into this football team, Fisher-Harris, it's a different setup. Uh, on the back page of the Sydney Morning Herald, NRL community left in shock by Green's death and also ones of a kind. And uh, they each have a unique style, but gun fullbacks Latrell Mitchell, Clint Gutherson are equally critical to their respective sides. And tonight they go head-to-head in a clash. It'll have a huge bearing on the top four and their yeah, massive game, isn't it? Souths and, and Parramatta tonight at Combank Stadium. Uh, block... Uh, Two different type of fullbacks, aren't they? Gutherson's Gutherson, busy, Latrell less so, but is there a more impactful player in the game at the moment than Latrell Mitchell when he does decide, I'm going to go and win the game here or make a difference? Yeah, you know the most amazing thing about Latrell last week? So the first 20 minutes, he doesn't look real interested against the Warriors, right? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking after the game, I have a look at his stats and he's done seven carries and all that. And I think, you know, imagine that bloke if he wanted to play for the full 80 minutes. But in those seven carries, <laughs> he'd scored two and set up two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's the sort of guy, once he gets the footy and, and, and wants to make an impact, you know, imagine, you know, leading into these big games and it starts to get a little bit warmer and he gets a little bit more excited about trying to take South to the Premiership. He'll be a lot better then. But um, I, I don't think I've ever seen a player have so much impact but with having so, so little carries and all that mm. in, in a game. If you, you have a look at the, the you know the stuff that he does, once he decides to do something, he can just put the foot down and the chalk and you know, he can do anything. Yeah, he's a wonderful player. And again, if you were trying to compare him to a Tedesco, they're, they're completely different players. Tedesco's yeah. just high energy, always on the ball, always looking to do something, whereas Latrell just sits back, picks his moments, and when he wants to destroy you, he will. When, he, when he's when he feels got his like focus yeah. on yeah. and he feels like it, it's just like, well, right now, give me the ball. I'll, I'll show you we, what we need to do here. This is how it's done. And get his team back into the contest. But you just don't want to be relying on him to do that all the time Mm. uh, because sometimes it may not work for you. But he's just a a brilliant player. Who did everyone tip in this game again tonight? South or Power? I went South. Who did you go block? I think I went went Power. I went Power. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Power. Power $2.35 with tabs. South's $1.60 favourites. The Bunnies have won the last five against the Eels. Three and a half your line there. South's the minus. Now we're... Laws learned something about Block this morning. What'd you learn? He's a roll-on deodorant person, not a spray-on. Oh, oh. I find that for a bloke, I, I think, shouldn't we all be spray-ons? Uh, I'm a spray, um, but I have used roll-on in the past. Mm. You know, I, I'm not going to say that I, I've never used roll-on before, but I'm, I, I like the spray. I I've, like I've, the can. I've got a reason why I use the, the roll-on deodorant. Because when, because we do a bit of travelling with the footy, right? So when I'm ah, with, when I'm with ah, my little yes. dilly bag, you know your dilly <laughs> yes, bag with yes. your toothbrush and yep. your your savage aftershave. Yeah. That's what I generally take with me. Yes. Yeah, you've always uh, yeah you've you always got the roll on the other end because the can. And when you go through the airport, they say, "Have you got any like flannels yeah. in your in your luggage? You've got to take your can out. You don't have to take the roll on the other end out." That's a so it's good practical. Tactic. It's practical reason. What about? I reckon there's inconsistency at the airport. Sometimes I've had to leave the can there, mm. but other times I haven't. So I don't know. I haven't looked up the rules and regulations, but I've definitely had my can of deodorant taken off me going through security. What for? Not? Oh, I don't know. It obviously it? no, no. Well, it was no. in your bag. Yeah, you if you get it out. out and put it on the yeah, tray, you're yeah. right. But I've done that. But before they've said no. No, sorry, you can't take that on the flight. I don't know who I was flying with. Maybe it was that particular airline. Yeah, no, uh, I think if you put it on the tray and you show them, I think you keep it. If you've got a lock on it as well. But but if you just try and sneak it through and they find it, they'll bin it. No, there was no sneaking going on. It's a rort. It was a rort, rort, I reckon. Well, you reckon someone was there knocking off your... Yeah, yep. Mm. Something was going on. But that's a a smart tactic block, in particular Mm. if you don't like to be... Pulled, pulled up, over. yeah. If you, yeah, if you, 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 you suffer badly from anxiety, do you find do you, do you get picked up a lot? Because I get picked I up do. a lot at the airport. I do. 
I, yeah. I, I say, here we go. I bet yeah. you I get done. Yeah. I bet you I get done here. It must be my look. <laughs> I think it's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, a few messages about the app. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but the Tab app or the Sky Racing Active app are the best places to listen to us if you're not obviously on the radio frequencies, wherever your frequency is. Uh, not sure. That TuneIn app, for some reason, is taking, I think, a different show. And I'm not sure what the deal is because that's a third-party app. We aren't in control of that. We've uh, voiced, apparently, through our authorities, voiced, uh, you know, what's going on. That We're getting, obviously, a lot of complaints from people. So we're trying to sort it out. Apologies, but uh, the Tab app or the Sky Racing Active app are the best places to listen to the show, hopefully. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. Last night, the Melbourne Storm 16 beat Penrith nil. Now, coming up shortly... Over in the uh, in Canada, actually in Montreal, Nick Kyrgios up against Alex Dimonor in the round of sixteen of the ATP event there, and the market with Tab has Kyrgios a dollar thirty-eight, Dimonor two dollars ninety. Uh, now over in the St Jude Championship opening round there, this is the opening round of the FedEx Cup playoffs as well. Uh, Korean Siwoo Kim shot an eight under sixty-two in the clubhouse, tied for the lead with. JJ Spawn, the American, also an eight under 62. A couple of Aussies uh, who were, were one in the clubhouse is Jason Day. He shot five under a 65. And Adam Scott's going well. He's four under through 11 holes so far. Now, Loz, we've got a lot of people telling us uh, about apps. They can, you know, people who are struggling to, to find the show at the moment. There's a couple of apps that are working for people. You've got one? Yeah, a mate of mine just texted in. It's a radio app. What's new? Um, so that's. The one it's just it's just radio app, work. isn't it? Radio app. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. So that's yeah, show. Yeah, radio app. Yeah. No, no, yeah, just radio just app. Just radio app. So if you download radio app or search for radio app mm. in uh, wherever you well, you go to the, yeah. the download shop or whatever it's called so, on your on your smartphone, so radio I'm, app. So a mate of mine just texted me in uh, that, Josh Cullen, and I'm sure he's at the gym. Uh, just got a bit of advice for you, Josh. You need to probably stay for a few more hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> sledge. Yeah, oh, look, I saw him the other day. And, what, mm, finish, mm. finish up from the, uh, the steam room? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Oh, Mate, getting back to the, uh, the, de- the, de- the deodorant, yep. what about mm. the roll-on deodorant when someone's bald and they go, it's terrible, isn't it? Oh. He's got a head like a roll-on deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a good one, Blocker. Yeah. Uh, now, now, when Mido was reading out the uh, golf scores there before, hmm. I, I like to think I can read people. Yes. You know, read their mind and read what they're good at or not I know what you want to say. <laughs> Stephen Blocker Roach. Yes. I can't picture you as a golfer. I like blood sports. <laughs> 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 Do you know what? You know what? All my mates, Big Zero, and all of them play. Do you know? To tell you the honest truth, I have to be able to hit the ball properly. I need to go and have some lessons if I want to play. Yeah. I can't go and hack. And what is it with golf coaches, right? In the real realms of the world, <laughs> the bloke that coaches you up the road at Terry Hills is a probably about 10 millionth in the world at golf. And he's trying to tell you what to do. If I'm going to learn how to play golf, I'll go and learn off someone who can play. <laughs> yeah, but... Block, not always across all sports. Some of the yeah. best coaches weren't the best Tiger players. Tiger Woods may not necessarily be the best coach. Hmm. I'll tell You're you right. what, though. <laughs> I bet he is if he wants to be. That is a visual. Like That's a, that's something we could film, is Blocker getting a golfing lesson. I, I'd love to see Blocker. Imagine how that would play out. Imagine when he missed the first shot. Oh. As in, missed the ball. <laughs> Mate. At an air sweep. I have been you, known. Then I reckon you'd wind up for the next one, and then you'd just – I reckon you'd be a you'd be a man who'd break plenty of clubs. There yeah. you go. And I could yeah. just see you I'd getting one of the club yeah. over your knee, young. Yeah. Yeah. You know the other thing that I don't like about <laughs> golf? When they go, oh, it's not your shot. You know, you've got to wait until they're finished. <laughs> yeah, golf the, etiquette. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand that stuff. I'm on there. Oh, it's 18 holes of chasing a little ball around. Let's get on with it. And are you – do you have a little bit of a foot wedge? Mate, Have you been known mate, to sort of... I've been known to take other people's balls and then argue. Oh, you're in the rough, not me. Uh, what about when you play golf? Because I'm a shocker for it too. Because I don't play. Yeah. Right? I'm terrible at it. 
But you know when they say, what ball are you hitting? What? <laughs> you go, what do you mean? <laughs> I just go, no, that's mine. That's mine. I've that's even, my ball. I've even got to ask what club they use. Well, next time, what do you use here? Well, that's about 440 million. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we stuff. all do that. What are you using? Yeah. yeah. And then you just pull out the same yeah, club. And then you yeah, pull out the one you want to use. Yeah. Because people now get advice. Mm. Oh, what's it called? The range finder. Mm. People sit there with their range finder who can, you know, they've. They obviously get the good oil on mm. on how far away you are. I have trouble One, with me putting too, Loz. Oh, I, I just that's haven't the got best that. Part of my game. Well, I just haven't got that touch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just hit it a little yeah, bit. You probably have a <laughs> tight grip. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with a top tight hand, grip. Top hand, yeah. top hand. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you the other thing. How frustrated must like not professional golfers, but golfers that take golf seriously. You know, we've all got mates that love it and they play mm. with people like us. Yeah. And oh, they don't be take frustrated. It. Yeah, they yeah. would be. <laughs> We're all over the shop and we don't take it as serious. And put it up on the lie. Yeah. Do you yeah. put your ball on the lie? <laughs> <laughs> mate, we go every year for Ciro's old man who passed away and we, we have a, like, a, like a golf get-together weekend. Yeah. He goes, mate, you just drive the buggy and give out the drinks, <laughs> <will> you? <laughs> but there's always that one too occasionally who feels like they need to give you advice. Yeah. Hey, mate, you're not Tiger Woods. Yes. Let us play There's golf. always yeah. one in the group, yeah. isn't there? I mean, mate, what, about your what about your stance? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I ask you, sure, yeah. tell me. But yeah. don't go out of your way. And he's off 17. Yeah. Champion. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> yeah. can't play himself. He can't play yeah. either. Yeah. Uh, another app I've just been advised as well for those struggling on your regular apps, My Tuner. Good on you, Drakey. The My Tuna radio app. So there's just radio app and My Tuna. And you I've know, got to tell you, oh, sorry, sorry. I've got to tell you this one. Go for it. Before we go, we were talking about Block just mentioned um, the buttocks, the great Paul Sirenen. We were talking the yesterday buttocks. about Curtis and what he's up to. And Block has said he's a good player. I said, yeah, very good player. And he said he's been suspended a lot. I said, oh, yeah, he has. And he goes, in fact, <laughs> they, they call him. Curtis Roach. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think it's, I think that's pretty cruel. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, over at... Is it Sinellas? Sinellas. Oh, right. So, going Got great Chance winning a comp. Scored mm. his first try. I, I hope the big fella goes... Oh, he's talking about going over if they make the grand final. But here's another thing. With fathers and following your sons and or whoever and family, paying your way with expectation on a plane to go over to England thinking that they're going to be in the grand final. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, When should you buy your air ticket? Over before as, the news. As, as soon as you hear the news. <laughs> as soon as you hear I the spoke, news. But what about, what about going off a little bit early? You know, booking, oh. a, booking a flight? No, you wouldn't do it? Oh, I don't know whether I would block because then you you're get, to blame. What if you you're the mock 1,500 off your flight? Well, you just do yeah, it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do it. Uh, <laughs> you do. But you you, maybe you don't tell them that, that you're you coming. Book the pl- yeah. Mm. Just book the flight. Don't yeah. say anything. And obviously, if there's a defeat in the prelim, you're going over for a holiday. Yeah, you just. <laughs> yeah, if you get knocked out, you get knocked out. Mm. But you don't want to go off too early. No. Why well, is Ciro talking about grand finals already, is he? Well, no, no. Well, well St. Helens have been in the last. How many? Last well, they're three just expected or something. Yeah, to, to be in there. Yeah, yeah. so. No, he's just talking about it. Right. But you guys will be over there for the World Cup. We will be. <laughs> so there's the great Alfred, yes. the Buttocks, and the Block. Yes, that's it. Uh, wow. All, all the bees. <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> mate, Alfie, like, I mean, how do you control Alfie? Oh, what, mate. How do you? I don't I, know. I don't know. That's why I asked the question. What I about, want some answers. What about those little blokes, all right? The cheeky little blokes. Mm. How come they get away with much more oh, than, the than what blokes. a bigger bloke would get away with? I don't know. I don't know. Well, probably because they think that the bigger bloke's bullying or something. Would that be, mm. you know, you're bullying you know little I mean? like, We've all got that. little blokes that yeah. we are mates with, but they yeah. seem to get away with a lot more mm. than if a bigger bloke did it. Mm. I remember that cheeky little bugger he was, Wiz Freeman. We'd come in at half time sometimes, and he always had like a little cock rooster. He was yeah. always marching around in the in the in the dressing room, and the coach had finished his sermon. Warren Ryan had finished and go, right? Oh, anyone got anything to say? And Wiz, he couldn't wait. <laughs> up he'd get, up she'd get it. He's not having a go. He's not. <laughs> oh, just give it. Oh. He was a great competitor. Wiz. Oh, I know. Hey, but mate, that was one of my uh, pet hates. Is that like the coach would have their say, and then. 
the captain would have his say, and you always had one other bloke. Yeah. <laughs> always had one, <laughs> one that bloke. wanted to come in oh, with no, something else. Goes, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, you'd always go, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was deflating. You were ready to go. You were sky high. The coach, the captain, and then someone else would come, and you go, oh. <laughs> Lose the team. Yeah, hurry up. I want to go home. With, with Ciro, the story that Ciro and Craig Colburn have told us about when Ciro used to take a hit up and here she tug comes. her, here she comes. Here she can, comes I, yeah. can I just imagine like the eyes rolling in the back of your bloke's heads? Oh. Wanting Mate. to get a, wanting to just get that bloke and he just couldn't, he couldn't get ragged off. I was going to say, because Tugger was very smart, very wasn't clever, he? Very, very, very clever. clever. Yeah. Got he had a. <laughs> He used to give some good sprays. I used to laugh sometimes. Some of the things he used to say to Benny. <laughs> Especially at Redfern. Oh, great. I'll t- tell you about Benny, though. And, and you would know this better than anyone. They all tried to take his head off Oh, Benny. everyone Mate, tried it. Everyone. Too good. Everyone that played against Benny Elias wanted to bash him. And yet he would still come out the other side and he'd still have an influence on games. And for me, Benny, as a hooker, probably well, he probably did, didn't he? He was he, he changed. changed the game. I mean, it, yeah, he was a halfback playing yeah. playing a dummy half. I remember one day uh, we we played against South at Redfern and and they made Benny the halfback. So he played halfback this day at Redfern against South and carved him up was the man of the match. Mm-hmm. I, I, so he's a, yeah, he's virtually a half. Yeah, wasn't he? Oh, but he he could do it all, Benny. He he, he had that great show and go. Yeah. Everyone knew he was going to do it, but yeah. that's a great place, isn't it? People who know what you're going to do, but they, they can't stop it. That's how good he was. Okay, looking at this sheet with the Sticky Wings BSB multi on it, looks like you've sacked Blocker, Loz, and you've just gone, oh. I'm taking this all on my Pat Malone. Uh, well, <sighs> Block, can I just remind you of something, mate? <laughs> I would love you to, Laurie, because Apparently it sounds I... like you're going to have a victory. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Well, when I wasn't here last weekend, yes, all right, and you took over the multi, yes, all right, yeah, I came here in here on Monday yeah. and have a guess who <clears throat> bagged you. What? Mm-hmm. That's yes. Oh, that's not a loyal friend. No, I, I thought you know was the the skipper. And of I the... said leave oh, what a blocker, this is. leave blocker alone. I said, Mitter, <laughs> I'm going to have to tell him on Friday. <laughs> oh, this is. I'm going to have to tell him. This is an outrage, mate. I'm heartbroken. So he was bagging you behind your back. No, I I lost. I want to believe you because you're my great mate. Yep. But look, look, I don't think that'd be right. Blocker. I, I don't think you're that type of bloke. <laughs> what? Hey? What? Is he? I don't mm, know him. Mm. I haven't been. Not the choir boy for, looks, mate, I, but I he's not been, a choir boy. I haven't been to <laughs> six heads with him yet. When are we going to six heads? Oh, yeah, six heads. Yeah, where is the boss? <laughs> is that book Did you get away with a lot for that? Country looking, is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look about you, you know. Butter wouldn't melt mm. in your mouth. Mm. You know, I'd done nothing wrong, sir. Did nothing wrong. <laughs> Wasn't a, me. Were you a suck at school? Nah, mate. I did you, you suck up with the teachers? Nah, I just did my own thing. Honestly, did you? I could see you being <laughs> at the front. <laughs> oh, no, me, I'm not sir. A... Me, <laughs> me. Putting your hand up in the nah, air. Mate. Nah. Disappointed then if you didn't get asked just, the question. Just quiet. Just knew do, knew do the my, answer. Do my own thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, where yeah, are we? Yeah, now, where, are we? where are we? I, I didn't it, bag you, Block. Kn- he did. I knew at a young age I'd be in trouble for most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like little Johnny? <laughs> little Johnny? Oh, mate. Oh, oh, oh you, got no, you got no idea. <laughs> yeah, glad, when, uh, when did you know? From kinder? Oh, year I knew, one, year I knew two. from a very young age. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Guy has sent me to the corner one day in kindergarten. <laughs> mate, that was devastating. <laughs> like at a young age, did you have like to go that? home and tell mum and dad? Oh, oh mate, I would have got a flogging. Oh, no. Oh, no. What What do you got there, Mitter? The multi, mate. Oh, the yeah. multi. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, we I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to be a part of the BSB multi, uh, we're going race six, number eight, titanium power to run top two, Mido, for Joey Pride. Then we're backing up in the next race, race seven, number five. Lovely esteem to run top two as well. So if you want to be a part of our BSB multi, I'm talking in a softer voice now, Block. Sound like you're commentating on the snooker. So if you want to be a part of our (laughs) Sticky Wings BSB multi, 
That's paying $6. Six bucks, tab app, tab website, click on sport and today's offers, and there it will be. The big sports breakfast best, Loz, $6, in charge of the multi, looking for, what, three in a row? Don't remind When you're me. involved. <laughs> Don't remind me, yeah. please. Okay. Uh, it's just some text here. Rest in peace, Paul Green. Thanks for the memory, says Willow from Penrith. And uh, there are plenty of others here as well. And 0419767272 on the text line. Would it be fair to say Paul Green, best Sharks halfback ever? RIP Greeny loved him as a player to watch. And uh, Great player. What yeah, about, certainly one of the greats of Tom, Sharks. Yeah. Tommy Bishop? Ooh, yeah, Tommy. Tommy. We've got Steve on the line. Morning, Steve. Loz, Mido Blocky, he's going. No, not too bad. Thanks, Steve. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll never say something quickly about the black dog, but firstly, mate, I think you blokes have led Blocker down. Why? Mate, have you given him the pleasure of um, leading the narc yet? Oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> I don't think Block had copped the narc. <laughs> I, I reckon you should like get to have Blocker standing like on, say, a mobile-like thing and have him standing at the narc's front door and let narc have a spray <laughs> off on his door. No, oh, you know what? The narc... Mm is smart. Oh, yeah. Because he's not going to ring in while you're on the show. And oh, give no, it he'll you. ring in. He'll give it to no, me. He, he would have given it to me over the years. No, he wouldn't. What do you reckon, Steve? You reckon he would? No, he's too scared. No, yeah, he's not. No, no, no. You guys are trying to incite violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give all that stuff away. He's not scared of Shane. What's that, mate? He's not scared of Shane. No, no, he'll take the Shane on. He takes him on big time. <laughs> I shan't be happy though. Melbourne won last night. That's right. Oh, beautiful. What's hey, happening, mate? You happy? Mate, getting onto the black dog. Like, I mean, you blokes that know, like, there's plenty of people around, and you know that you, you, over the years you've probably come across. And yeah. I, I just, I'm not going to mention a name, but I, um, I had a bloke do a lot of work for me in Sydney, who's a former first grader, regarded as extremely tough. Mate, he just turned around and to me one day and just. You know, said to me he virtually drove out to North Head one day and he, and he considered taking his life. And it, made, it knocked me off my feet. And I'm looking at this bloke thinking, here's a bloke I thought had everything going for him. And, you know, you, you just don't know. Mm. Well, it's just like, yeah, well, Greeny, you look at him, you think the bloke's just got everything, you know, everything's, everything's in a, in a, all his ducks are in a row and everything's like going fine. And you just, mate, you never know. No, and, and that's why we encourage everyone to... To talk if you have issues, it, 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 you know, you don't need to be holding things in. And if you are struggling, there's people that will help you. Um, and it's it's such a more open topic now, isn't it? I mean, well, it's, getting, when, when, it, it's getting better. When, when we were better. when we were growing up and when we were sort of playing football, it was a sort of no no to go there. Yeah. But nowadays we talk about it a lot mm. more, and we've got to encourage people to continue to do it. Um, because it's happening way too much, and you see the hurt uh, that it that it, that it happened that ha- that can happen in the in the community, and you know you see the devastation on 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 people's faces, and it just it wrecks their whole life. Um, and there's plenty of support out there, and you just got to be able to to ask. Just to people. ask, yep. Yeah. Mm. People people are very generous. They'll they'll help. Yeah. Steve, appreciate the call, mate. Morning, Craig. Morning, Jensen, mate. No, not too bad, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to um, let the boys know or give a shout-out to my father, actually. He, he, uh, he's playing his last game of soccer tomorrow afternoon after 50 consecutive years for the one club. Oh, well, it's some sort of record, isn't it? Can we say what club? Yeah, yeah mate, it's the Pendle Hill Junior Soccer Club or Pendle Hill Soccer Club. Craig, how many games has he played oh, over the 50 seasons? Well, thousands. <laughs> All with the same club? All with the same club, 50 consecutive years. I, I believe he's the only person to do it in the, the district as well. Like We play under the Granville Association. What are, what are they going to do for him? Uh, man, I, Should I be a great they're, celebration. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're putting a do on for him at the, at the club preso at the end of the year. And um, we've got a few people coming down on Saturday to sort of have a beer and a barbie and all that sort of stuff after he comes off the field. But um, Can I ask Craig how old he is? Uh, he was born in 64. So 54? No, 64. 64. Oh, 64. Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, so he's five years nice. older than me, so that's 58. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I also 
also play in the same side with him. We play all age. <laughs> yep. So we've played together for the last... You've ever had any blow-ups about him not getting oh. to the ball? Give him the ball in front, in front. <laughs> Every single week. <laughs> Every single week. But, uh. um, no, he's a t- tough competitor. He's, um, he's been a coach at the club. He's a life member of the club. He's, uh, he's won premierships, uh, champions of champions. I'm glad he has. He played for 50 years. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry if you hadn't done it. <laughs> so, um, Eventually yeah, you're going to get one. <laughs> yeah. Just keep playing until you get one. <laughs> That's it. So uh, he listened to the program and everything. He loved it. But um, I just wanted to wish him luck for tomorrow for the game. And if anyone's around, been along to him, Gabby, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, come on down and we'll have a barbie and you can come and. Watch an old boy run around. Ah, uh, great stuff, Craig. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll send him. We'll we'll send you to pass on a big sports breakfast pack. Oh, so. mate, he'd love that because I actually won one a few months ago. <laughs> I wear it around the joint, and he asked for one of the hats. I said, "You no chance, not getting one." All right, well, you got to pass it on. So, <laughs> yeah, mate, not a problem. Stay on the line. Good on you, Craig. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yep, big Arbo going on down there. How good? Fifty straight years. Can I ask a question? What's in the big sports breakfast pack? There is a a trucker's cap. Fantastic. Trucker's cap. Mm -hmm. Stubby holders. There's stubby holders. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a shirt as well. What? Polo? Golf shirt? I love how you say a shirt. A shirt. A a shirt. (laughs) Well, we can throw two. (laughs) Can we have two shirts? Okay, throw two in, Tom. Two in. Yeah. All right. Is that all right? Golf ball? Uh, well, Gowie bought, <laughs> Gowie bought his own. What about Gowie? Have we got drink bought in no. and bought his own prizes in. Mm. Gowie came on the show and goes, nah, you're not giving that, that away. I've got, you're going to give my prize away. Mm. Yeah, just what's thought it, his prize was what's better. What's he, a drum and golf or something? Well, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And plenty of golf <laughs> paraphernalia to give away. Nick Kyrgios and Alex Dimonor are about to head on to the court there over in Montreal. Kyrgios $1.38 with Tab. Dimonor $2.90 is the market for that one. Last night, 16-0. The Melbourne Storm over the Penrith Panthers. Just some texts on that match. Hi, guys. I watched the game. Uh, the try that was disallowed from the storm because of downward pressure. The player was sideways in the air. That was Xavier Coates. Still had his fingers on the ball. Change the rule. Tries like that brings in the crowds. They change the rules to make the game more entertaining. Change this rule. Cheers, Dave. I think there was was separation. I understand what Dave separation. Saying. I also think it hit the sideline too, didn't it? Mm. Is that right, Block? Uh, yeah, mate, oh, it's yeah. A great effort though, oh, wasn't it? Codes. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it might have hit the sideline as well. Not sure. I think. Yeah, um, when you think of that game, they were over the stripe a couple of times. When you hmm. you think early in the game, the first twenty minutes, it was it was ebbing and flowing, wasn't it, through the middle, and then all of a sudden, it looked like Penrith had scored down one end, and they just went right up the other end hmm. with that kick in field by Olam, and and then it just started. I tell you, he was playing good last night, and he came off injured block. Was Moses Leota? Oh yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he carry the yeah. ball yeah, strongly? He winds up, yeah, he's good. Player. And the other one I like, and he doesn't get a lot of time. Is Spencer Linu? Yeah, I think yeah. he's a good player too, but mm. just can't get yeah, you know, a, a big enough run in that team. But he, he's a very good player. I think he'd be someone if you're looking for a front rower. Yeah, at another club to say, mate, we've got an opportunity here for you to be our starter. Yeah, uh, mate. The the other thing too is bigger sofa, mate. You know he only averages about forty three minutes a week. Last night he played. Near on sixty three. Mm. I think it helped because he played on that edge, oh, that yeah. right edge. Yeah, they moved him out there, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. But he's such a dangerous player, big and strong. I I didn't realise how big he was. And I remember when he first came into grade, um, I was in the sideline at ANZ Stadium somewhere. Yeah. And well, it's Andre the Giant. Yeah, he walked past. Yeah. And there was an eclipse. And I went, my God, that's the biggest bloke I've ever seen. Yeah, he's a monster. Biggest bloke I've ever seen in footy. It was an eclipse. I love that. Just a text from Paul at Mount Druitts in regards to the game last night. Objectively, looking at who Penrith didn't have, if the roles were reversed, Penrith would have put a much larger score on. I think Storm are getting way too much credit for this win, considering who they have on the field. This is a perfect time to drop a few games for the yeah, Panthers, they've, they've says Paul at Mount Druitt. They've got a few blokes out too, the Storm. Well, yeah, exactly. They didn't have Jerome Hughes. Pappenhausen uh, hasn't played for a long time. Yeah, they yeah. got a few out themselves. No, it was a good win, though. Their defence was outstanding last night. And, Rod, thinking of you, mate, sent a text through uh, just in relation to the Paul Green uh, passing yesterday. And, uh, yeah, Rod, 
Just uh, we're thinking of you as well there, mate. Um, I was thinking with Paul Green as well. Like, obviously, there's that great vision, iconic vision, I suppose, of him banging the coach's box after the 2015 yeah, I mean, that, grand that, final. That was relief, was it? You yeah. <laughs> oh, probably a lot of things. But yeah. I'll tell you what, the Cowboys' effort in 2017 when they made the grand final and eventually came unstuck against the Melbourne Storm, they were eighth heading into that final series. Was that was that on the back of Morgan? Remember, he was Michael untouchable. Morgan yeah. was the best. Thurston was yeah. out. He had a great season. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, when, when you talk about players taking teams on a run, I can I can remember that. Mm. I think we all forget about Michael Morgan that season because we always speak about you know Tommy season last year, taking Manly into the finals and Jared Hayne on that run. Yeah. Uh, when he took Parramatta to a grand final. But Michael Morgan was just as impressive. He was unbelievable that year. You know, he was playing in the halves. And I think I read somewhere yesterday, Michael Morgan's comments. He said about Paul Green, he thought he knew a lot about football, but he didn't understand the position and mm. until he spoke to Greeny. And, 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 and Greeny had taught him a lot. And they'd be disappointed. No, not disappointed. They'd be shattered. They'd, they'd be shattered mm. and very upset. Um with the news yesterday, all those guys, because they're, they're quite tight as a playing group. And, you know, when you've got a coach that's played a big role in your footy career, and to hear that yesterday would have been devastating for them. That 2017 final series, so the Cowboys snuck into eighth. Then they've come to Sydney and beat Cronulla 15-14 in the first week. And they've gone to ANZ Stadium and beaten Parramatta. And then in a prelim final at Allianz, They've beaten the Roosters 29-16. So it was an incredible run and Good then run, just yeah. ran out of gas by the time they got to the Melbourne mm. Storm in the grand final. But uh, that was one of the, I think, most underrated finals runs in recent times. Yeah, you can really argue that was his greatest coaching effort, yeah. Paul Green. The fact that he was able to get them to that grand final. And I think Tao Malolo had a massive He year. was on a run too. Did yeah, he, massive Did he win year the medal well. that year? Ah, uh, geez, he would have gone close, I suppose. Um, but yeah, they were they were a brilliant team. Uh, they worked hard together. Um, obviously, two fifteen. What a grand final that was when Cole Felt scored with only seconds remaining. JT mm. hit the upright. It was your man too, Morgan, with the. The flick out the back. Flick out the back. That's it was right, too. Yeah. No, no, people think it, mate. It's the last play. What are you going to do here? Mm. He was a guy when I was coaching New South Wales. He'd come off the bench, yeah. and you were always worried about him because he always played that uh, through the middle role. Yeah. So he could bob up on either side, play like that extra fullback because he was so strong. Yeah, a bit of a ball through his hips too. that he yeah. could run mm. and and ball play. You, you, he used to scare the daylights out of me because he'd be coming on in a game when your forwards would be fatigued. And Jeezy used to cause us some nightmares. We've got Doug on the line. G'day, Doug. G'day, Minay. G'day, Laurie. G'day, Steve. G'day, How are you, Doug? How you going, mate? Not bad, thanks, Steve. Um, I just want to talk about Coruscant going to the Tigers. I reckon he'll be all right for this next well, year. Oh, yeah, mate. He's a class player. Um, I, I think, I'm not 100% sure. I think it's a three-year deal. I think that might have enticed him away from, from the Panthers, probably getting to the back end of his career. But, mate, I love the way that – I love his guile in, in the dummy half, the way he gets up and, you know, his first couple of steps are forward and he, mate, he's he got a great nose of when to run and when to play. So, mate, he's the perfect bloke to come to that club and teach these guys how to be professionals. Look, they've got, they got some – there's no doubt the West Tigers have got some good young fellas coming through. Mm. But you just need that experience of blokes to, to teach them how to prepare and to be a competitor week in and week out. And I reckon and, I reckon that's what Appy will bring to the club. And and confidence in the team and how they play. Yeah. No, I'm with yeah, you. I think he's got great, great deception player. from dummy and, half. And yes. there, were, there were a couple of times there last night, Dougie, and he does it well. He looks one way and his feet will go one way and then all of a sudden he'll come back, back the yeah. other side of the ruck. Yeah. And he's very, very good at doing that. Corbs are going to play the Mudgy this week in the Rugby League Club at Forbes on Sunday. So, sorry, Forbes and Mudgy. Forbes and Mudgy this Sunday. Yep. Magpies, yeah. Forbes, Magpies versus Mudgy. I don't know the name of the team. Uh, uh, the the uh, Mudgy Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Red and white. Yeah, yeah. Mudgy Dragons. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's a good rivalry, is it, Doug? 
Yes, it is, mate. You should come up before us one day, mate. Well, I'll try my best at some point. Who's favoured to win on the weekend? Uh, uh, I'll say Forbes. Forbes. Because this is the the, the, uh, two clubs from... Oh, the different groups. Well, the merged... Group yep. 10 and 11 cop. Yeah, right. Yep. Oh, great. That's right. Yeah. No, good, on, good on you, Doug. Appreciate the call, mate. Thank you very much. Plus, what age is the, the Laurie Daly Cup in the country? And the – what age are those? Oh, the Andrew uh, – And the Andrew Johns and Laurie Daly Yeah, well, Cups. mate, we, um, we were lucky that only a few years ago that myself and Joey had these uh, competitions – Named after you na- guys. Named yeah, after fantastic. us. Fantastic. And it's – what would I say? It's a It's a – Obviously, a, a great thrill and a and a, and a, and a great honour. Um, I think my my yeah my eighteens. Eighteens, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's yeah. I mean, you, when you play your game, you you don't play to have those type of things happen bestowed for you. on you. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Talking of bush football, it's the first weekend see, of the finals in that comp. Sorry, let's go for it. Sorry, no, go. So, uh, yeah, did you read Crush's I did. comments in the paper? Yeah, I did yesterday. Pretty good. Yeah, it's something that needs to be looked at, doesn't it? Because yeah. he was making the point that, you know, when, you know, 70s, 80s, and even in the early 90s, a lot more teams mm. had players from the bush. Yeah, I, I just wonder... And, and, and we need to start thinking and doing a little bit more and sort of seeing where we are at with, with bush football. I, I because just, you'd run into people yeah, all the time. All the time, talk, all the time. I just wonder if the NRL is... Um, is understaffed. I mean, mm. when you, when you have a look at running all these competitions and doing the stuff that they do, there'd be a pecking order of a hundred different things. Maybe, maybe for the country rugby league, they've got to, you know, get like a not not a board, but a heap of blokes together who want to put their time back into the country rugby league. You know, and form and form and and try and help them. You know, try and get down into the into the country and help train them. I, I reckon, I reckon every club in the NRL should adopt. Uh, an area, or you know, we, we we're seeing it now with teams going out to the country. But I reckon every side's got to do it. I, I also reckon that, and I've told the NRL this laws that every player that plays in the top thirty at your club should adopt a school. So mm. just say Laurie Daly uh, yeah. is growing up in Juni. He goes, you know, or me, I go to Holy Cross, or that's exactly right, and help coach the yeah. team. And then all yeah. of a sudden, all the kids are going, oh, I've got to go and watch the footy because Mister Daly comes and coaches us, you mm. know. So that way we, we build up the crowd, we build up the the, the participation from all the young players. Yeah, I'd still and love away to see, we go. yeah, and I'd love to see more games yeah. taken to the to the bush. Yeah, we got time for James. G'day, James. Yeah, g'day, fellas. I completely concur with what Block is trying to say too, just on that, and uh, also a thing on uh, for the local senior football. I think uh, the scheduling seems to be problematic too. I think they should be especially the amateur and semi-professionals should be playing uh, Saturday-only football. But anyway, that's another story. Mm. I've come to um, chat about the uh, ground, and I think uh, I'm a Roosters fan, and I would like to see South Sydney play out of the um, new stadium at Moore Park as well. And I think that's, um, that that should happen. And also, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with the plans they had for Leichhardt Oval uh, that they do have, uh, which is um, doing that grandstand side up and then making it uh, go down to the, I think it's the southern end? Or yeah, it's right or, right over the other side to the other yeah. corner post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think that would be fantastic. And if a ground out of all of them needs something done up, refurbished, Leichhardt's the one if they're going to do it that way because they're, they're maintaining that fantastic hill which is culturally significant. Hmm. And um, I think uh, Manly's all right, because that new grandstand, that set of excellence, the grandstand they've got at that other end looks pretty good. I I believe I've watched a couple of Manly games, and they look... um, I'm pretty sure they can hold more than 17,000 that they've been getting when they say it's a full house. I'm pretty sure they can get 20 there. Easy, I've been there when they've had 21. So... um, you know, I just think sometimes they think the um, the the uh, the sold out sort of figure seems to be a bit of a a misnomer because mm. they're not actually filling filling grounds up to their capacity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd lo- I'd love to see Brookvale finished 
I mean, I know they've done the Bob Fulton stand down mm. the other end and the new centre of excellence, but it looks like a house that's been built and then all of a sudden you do up the kitchen and the bathroom and the rest of the house you need to do too. So yeah. I hope that the, the, the Brookvale and, and the Manly Club get the funding that they need. I think they're after a bit more funding to try and do the ground up properly. No, it's unbelievable what they've done down, down there with the with the uh, Centre of Excellence, but they, they need to do the whole ground. Ali Mosley from Sky Racing. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mido. How are you going? Yeah, really well, thanks. Now, just before we get to tomorrow's racing, what a morning we've got at the trials. Gee, some stars uh, coming back. Zaki, Fireburn, others. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. I'm about to hop in the car, actually, and head over there because we've got um, our first day of showcase trials back, which is fantastic. Get to get out there and bug everyone and see what they reckon after they've they've had a good hit out and ask the trainers and it's it's such a good opportunity to, to grab them there. You sort of get them straight after and you can get an idea of how they've trialled and where they might be heading first up or what their grand final is. So it'll be a it'll be a great morning. And uh, Magatu tomorrow returning in race six. Well it's still in at this stage at least. Uh what are we expecting? I suppose it's so hard to know considering we haven't seen him at the races for fifteen months. Yeah, well, his last trial at Scone, I thought, was actually quite impressive. And I think I read Dylan Gibbons has been riding him at home and obviously in his last couple of trials and has been really pleasantly surprised with how well he's ticking along. I know they've sort of tried to resume a couple of times and then we got washed out one day and the tracks have just been bottomless other days. He likes it soft. He doesn't like it heavy, but I don't think we're going to head into the heavy range. At this point, we're on a soft five and I don't know if we've got too much more rain on the radar, so hopefully we can stick in that soft range and we can see him return, which would sort of be a bit of a bit of a fairy tale. It's a credit to the team to, to have him back at the races after after that setback, and it's been a long time. How do you expect the Rosebud to play out tomorrow, Ali? Uh, tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like Best of Bordeaux, and he's actually trialling this morning, so at least I get to go and get some eyes on him because all reports are that he's come back a much bigger boy. He's put on about 50 kilos and sort of furnished. He was a neat type and I just think he'll be a lot more forward and, and racy this prep. So a bit disappointing that we don't get to see him in the Rosebud, but he got lumped with 61 kilos. So I can understand their decision. Um, I've sort of gone over it a bit and the market suggests probably how open it is. I'm leaning away from the favourite Taboo and going for Spacewalk here. Um, I really liked him as a two-year-old. He's a big son of Exosphere and he's had the three trials leading into this. He was running in stakes company last prep. He ran third in the kindergarten. He handles the soft conditions and I just think he could be the class horse here. I'd love to see how he'd come back in his three-year-old career. He had so much size and substance about him as those Exosphere's can. He's got J-Mac aboard, so that's another tick, although sometimes that does make you a bit worried that that can be where the money's coming from. But um, I'm confident enough to stick with Spacewalk there in the Rosebud, but I'm nervous about the chestnuts and as a random sort of fact that makes absolutely no difference because colour makes no difference. The last couple of horses that we've seen win the Rosebud, um, Paul Ailey and Anders have both been chestnut colts, so maybe look out for... Um, for horses like uh, Zuccarino from John O'Shea's stable, who's taken a little bit more time but could be the danger. Okay, so Ali's tip for our listeners there in the Rosebud. Race 8 tomorrow is number 3 Spacewalk, which is a $5 chance with Tab. Just a couple of texts here for you before we get to your best bet. Ali Mosley is the best segment of the week. Always a winner or two. Love your work, Ali, says the Slavo Eagle. Not a relation, I hope, Ali, is it? Uh, how's the Australian bloodstock horse going top-ranked, Ali? Is it back in work yet? Uh, I've actually not heard. If, if I'm honest, I, I can find out. I'm hoping that someone there from, from Chris Lee's stable might be around to be able to tell us. But um, I'm not too sure. When, you, when, you, when you're not in town, when they're a bit further out, you don't get to, um, get to hear a lot of them. So I'll find out and get back to you. Good on you, Ali. What is your best bet? Oh, I found it quite tricky, actually. Um, I like Titanium Power. He's got a big drop in weight. Matt, Matt's to get his own way. I guess the query with him is whether he um, has another run in him. He's been up a long time, but as I said, that huge drop in weight will be uh, of benefit to him. I think he's around the $3.50 quote. Um, and then at value, I like one in race four, Dream Circle, um, at 8 bucks. So hopefully we can get get something away there. So titanium power and dream circle. And, and then I've got to make mention of the two really short price favourites. It's just, it's hard to tip a $1.90 favourite or, or whatever, they're, whatever they're into at the moment, Frumos and Shades of Rose in the last. So I want to just make mention of a couple of horses that I think might um, be an issue for Shades of Rose. And that is the Big Easy 
and Zarastro. So I think um, just to look at, if you want to look outside of an even money favourite, the Big Easy and Zarastro might be your bets in last. Okay, great stuff. Well, Loz has titanium power in his multi, along with lovely esteem in race seven to run top two, those two horses. Can you give a push for lovely esteem as well? Yeah, I think she'll bounce back. I think um, I had her in my black book, actually. I think I might have even tipped her on black bookers this week. Um, she's only narrowly beaten last time out at Rose Hill, and she's got already the two placings this press, and I think she'll be the improver. So, yep, definitely a tick for her. There you go, Loz. <laughs> Thank you, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you something later. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, thanks so much. We'll catch you on, uh, well, looking after the trials this morning and on Sky Racing tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, team.